Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome to the 313th episode of the Reading and Writing Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Rutherford. Stay tuned for my interview with writer Dylan Walker, author of the novel Friends, Family, and Other Tragedies. Stay tuned for the interview. If you're new to audiobooks, they're the perfect way to get more books into your busy life. Listen to audiobooks during your commute, while doing chores, walking the dog, or just relaxing at home. All you need is a smartphone and the free Libro.fm app. If you already love audiobooks and don't know what to listen to next, check out recommendations and curated lists from people who know audiobooks best, your local bookseller. Reading and writing podcast special offer, get two audiobooks for the price of one with your first month of membership with code RWPODCAST. That's code RWPODCAST for two audiobooks for the price of one for your first month of membership at Libro.fm. Welcome back to the Reading and Writing Podcast. My guest today is Dylan Walker. Walker's latest novel is Friends, Family, and Other Tragedies. Dylan, welcome to the podcast. Hi, I'm really excited. Great. I'm glad to be here. Great. Well, can you read a few pages from your new novel, Friends, Family, and Other Tragedies? I absolutely can. Okay, just a few more steps. Tanner's familiar voice guided me forward, his hand holding mine. Vanilla began to fill my nose as we moved towards the surprise that Tanner had promised me. I smiled. Forgive me for not trusting you. I think in three years I've figured out your evil ways. He laughed and my heart fluttered. I promise I'm being good, he said. Okay, stop. I did as he said. My stomach churned. I swear to God if you're naked. He laughed again and my body relaxed. Do you really think I'd pull the same trick twice? I guess that's fair. I thought I could try to make another joke to buy me a few seconds, but I knew better than to push my luck, especially on date night. 
Are you ready, beautiful? His voice was bouncy and filled with sweetness. I think so. I clasped my hands together so they couldn't see them, so they couldn't see them shake. He pulled my blindfold off. Surprise! Once my eyes adjusted to the dim light, Tanner's familiar living room had become a place of beauty. The normal outdated furniture was gone, replaced by a small table covered in a snow-white tablecloth. There was a centerpiece of white roses on the table. Two plates waited for us, one filled with steak and the other with my favorite pasta dish. The floor was paved with red rose petals and candles flickered from the bookshelves. I felt like I'd stepped into a movie that I never wanted to step out of. What do you think? He stepped behind me and wrapped his arms around my waist and rested his chin on my shoulder. I squirmed in discomfort, but he stayed in place. I flinched at his breath hitting my cheek and my heart slowly sank to my stomach. I turned around to face him and fill the silence with a smile. I jumped into his arms and kissed him, his mouth warm against mine, and just for a moment, I was transported from reality. I think I'm in love. He smiled and kissed me again, longer and softer than before. He hadn't kissed me like this for a long time. I was hesitant, but didn't question it. When he pulled away this time, he guided me to the table and pulled out my chair. I took my seat, Tanner kissed me on the forehead and sat down across from me. He moved the massive centerpiece to the floor and grabbed my hands. The firelight danced along his high cheekbones and I noticed that the shadows made his eyes look darker than they were. His expression was kind. I was skeptical, but relished in it all anyway. How calm things were, for now. Great. Well, if someone listening hasn't heard about your novel yet, how would you describe friends, family, and other tragedies? Um, so this is a darker women's fiction novel that follows a young girl's journey as she tries to escape uh, an abusive relationship and a lot of grief that she's been dealing with for several years. Um, this is definitely a very raw, emotional story, but it's designed to inspire strength and show that anyone can leave a situation that is toxic or dangerous. And do you remember the original idea that led you to write the novel? Yes, I do. So I was personally in a relationship that was nowhere near as violent as the one in FFT, but um, it was extremely manipulative, emotionally abusive. And I just remembered this like empty feeling constantly after I, after it ended. Um, but one day I was sitting and I had this idea um, that came from like, I named my main character Andy. And after that, the wheels just kind of started turning. And I was like, this is a story I want to tell because it's a story so many people have, but I want to tell it my way. And it was kind of my way of coping with everything that had happened. And so what was the path to publication for friends, family, and other tragedies? Have you always wanted to write? And have you written other novels or short stories? I have been writing since I was five years old. Um, I published two iterations of a poetry book when I was in my sophomore and junior year of high school. Um, oh, sophomore and senior year. Um, they're called Dreams. Uh, it's called Dreams from Tea and Coffee. And then I um, also have a couple short stories available on Amazon that were just kind of for fun that I had a lot of, I just had, got a lot of enjoyment out of it. Um, but yeah, I've been writing forever. And so for FFT, it took about two years to write. 
And then I went through the self-publishing process um, through Ingram Spark for, um, for it. And now it's here. It came out last month. And, and what, was that, uh, what was that process like with Ingram Spark? Um, having gone through CreateSpace and Ingram Spark, CreateSpace is definitely easier to use, but Ingram Spark, it was frustrating at times, but it was really a positive experience. Um, the book is beautiful. The customer service is, it's good. It's good. It can take a few days, but it's, it was really wonderful. It was a wonderful process. And, it was nerve-wracking and stressful, but overall it was just, it was wonderful. And, and what was the frustrating part to it? There were some times when I just didn't understand how to use the software and also just trying to get your book edited for and get a cover and just make sure everything comes together perfectly in a reasonable timeline can be very, very frustrating. And yeah, with Ingram Sparks customer service, sometimes taking a couple of days to get back to you when you're on a specific timeline, that can also be very frustrating. Sure. So, have you... Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Um, what is your writing process like? Do you Did you outline and plan the novel uh, first, or did you write more organically? Um, I outlined first. Well, my outlining starts with a huge just brainstorm. I just, any ideas that I have, whether it's snippets of dialogue, conversations, whatever it is, I just throw them onto paper and then I type that up later and just, I just get all the ideas out just so I can see. And if they're good, they're good. If they're not, whatever, I don't have to use them. And then I do a full outline. Um, I remember my friend looked over my shoulder when I was writing one day and he's like, you have 19 pages of just storyboarding for this novel. I'm like, I know, I know what's going to happen now. <laughs> and then <laughs> after that, I was able to start writing the book. Um, I'm also one to do character profiles, but I usually don't start those until I've written a chapter or two just so I can get a feel of how I want the characters to sound. And then I can go back and like really deep dive into their brain and see how they work. And so have you started thinking about or working on your next novel yet? I have. The tentative title is One of the Queens. Um, and I have the outline for that done. It is, I believe, close to 10 pages. Um, and yeah, it's it's been fun. I have the first two-ish chapters written. And yeah, I like I like writing. It is my favorite thing. And it's nice to be back in a new idea in a new space. And how are you finding your creativity and your writing given the current times? It's been ebb and flow a lot. I've had some moments of like huge amounts of inspiration where I stay up till two in the morning and just like thousands of words. Other days it's been, it was difficult. It's been really difficult to just like sit down at a computer and write because I'm just so stressed and anxious and think that I have a million other things to do that aren't writing. But in general, I have been, I have been able to get more work done. Gotcha. 
And so what, what advice would you have for aspiring writers who may be listening and are working on or writing their own stories or novels? Well, so my first book that I published, which was a, which was an anthology, it was a poetry book. Um, basically I wrote it with the mentality of it does not matter how many people read this because now I have a book out and I can say I have a book out and that's something. And I think that a lot of writers fear that if they release something imperfect or that's kind of not 100%, that that means they've failed in some way. And that's not true. I published the poetry book after doing everything myself and it has formatting mistakes and things like that, but it's my book and I'm very proud of it. But on the writing side of things, my biggest thing that I tell my friends who are trying to write and just people who ask me questions is you have a delete button that you can use. Just start by writing words. And even if they're bad, don't worry about it. Just write the thing and then you can fix it later. You can delete things that are bad. Just you have to write them first. Sure. So do you still write poetry now? I do. I do. I Every once in a while I release a poetry collection. But yeah, I really enjoy poetry. It helps me just relax and it's no pressure. And yeah, I think it's a good exercise in like if you're struggling with imagery or something. It's a really good exercise to just try and write a poem about a place that you really love. And so what books, fiction or nonfiction, have you read recently that you would recommend or that you enjoyed? Hmm. I'm currently reading Beneath a Scarlet Sky and that book is absolutely wonderful. Um, However, I recently read um, the first book in the um, Chaos Walking series by Patrick Ness called A Knife of Never Letting Go, which is like a YA dystopian, which is also very good. And then I always have to recommend American Gods by Neil Gaiman. It's my favorite book. It inspired me to become like, like make the push and make the jump to being like an official author and writing full stories and novels and things like that. And so what was it about American Gods that that uh, resonated or appealed to you? First of all, just Neil Gaiman's writing style just, like, spoke to me. And also just how he didn't follow the standard, like, the industry rules all the time. His story was so unique, and the characters were so interesting, and the way he told the story was just so different from anything I'd seen that I just... I like it spoke to me in a very real way. I've read the book m- many, many times and it's just, it never fails to surprise me in its own way. And just the way it's told is beautiful. And it just really inspired me to give it a shot. And so have you noticed uh, a change in your writing from when you started writing poetry in high school to now publishing your novel, friends, family, and other tragedies? I definitely have. Um, With poetry, the idea is to, like, create this beautiful language. And I don't always follow that. Um, You can read it in some of the poems I've written that are published that I don't always follow that everything is beautiful, even, like, bad things are beautiful. Um, But then I realized as I was started writing short stories and then eventually my novel is that I, I will never just make something unnecessarily beautiful 
or try and soften the blow for something emotional. I'm very raw and very open and real in my, in how I tell stories. I never want anyone to feel like I'm trying to cushion the blow for something so serious, especially with a book that's talking about abuse. I'm extremely raw and real, but I also don't want to like trigger someone in a way that would send them down a, a path that isn't good for them. So I'm raw I'm as raw as I can be. I'm as vulnerable as I can be without maybe hurting someone emotionally in any way to a serious extent. Sure. So where can people find you online if they'd like to learn more about you and your books? Well, if you want to find some blog posts that I've done, you can go to dylanwalkerwriter.com. And if you want to see about just about me and about my books, then you can find me at dylanwalkerauthor.com. And then I'm also on Instagram as D and Twitter and everything as dwwriter1004. Great. Well, again, we've been speaking with Dylan Walker, author of the novel Friends, Family, and Other Tragedies. Go grab a copy of the novel now. And Dylan, thanks for doing this interview. Absolutely. It was a lot of fun. Great. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.